Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Last week on episode three of our Sifted mini-series, I was joined by L. Brown for an episode called Check Engine Light. We talked all about measuring your contract health, how you can validate rates and secure refunds with contract compliance, and the importance of ins ensuring customer success. So in today's episode four, the final episode in this series, we'll be jumping into Sifted's virtual sandbox. I'm joined by Cameron Clark, product and logistics engineer at Sifted to talk all about contract modeling, its role in providing internal visibility, as well as external carrier management and empowering businesses to negotiate with confidence in a very challenging environment. So welcome to the show, Cameron. Thank you, Sarah. Excited to be here. I am so excited to talk about this virtual sandbox. I mean, this is another incredible Sifted miniseries, and I think it's just flown by. I can't believe we're at our fourth and final episode already. And we're going to be ending on a high note today with a conversation about simulation and modeling. I know that you have some really unique expertise in parcel, parcel shipping best practices, you know, current events future forecasts. So I'm looking forward to really picking your brain today. And I think we should just get started and dive right in. So we've touched on Sifted Virtual Sandbox in a previous show, but can you give everyone a reminder, like give us an overview of Sifted simulation and modeling solutions, and just remind us of what you mean by Virtual Sandbox. Yeah, absolutely. So Sifted has quite a few different tools out there. You know, he talked with L Brown about the contract compliance where, you know, we're, we're tracking how much your contract is being applied correctly. We have a contract monitoring tool where we are tracking to make sure your tiers are being applied correctly, how close you are to your tiers. Um, if you're going to look at saving money by switching, by jumping to a different tier or possibly dropping a tier, what that impacts going to look like. So we have a lot of these different contract tools out there and they all kind of skirt around the big one of, contract negotiations, um, what these discounts mean, what the, all of this, I've just got a 30 page PDF. How does it actually apply to my business? What is this going to do for me? Um, and so that's where this one comes in. This is the kind of the capper on all of that to be able to help somebody that whether you're brand new to the industry or you've been doing it for your whole life, it'll help simplify that whole process so you can understand what's going on and how everything applies to your, your shipping profile. Amazing. I mean, a 30-page PDF. I don't know who has time for that anymore. <laughs> and when we talk about diverse suppliers, I know this is totally random, but when we talk about diverse suppliers, we need to make it simple for everybody to do business with us. And that just seems very overwhelming and daunting. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So the relationship between shippers and carriers has never been more critical. I was just talking about this on another show um, and actually also on my live show as well, but it's also become a little bit more difficult. And the current environment right now from a negotiation standpoint is really challenging. So talk to us through some of that. What are you seeing what is really becoming more of a challenge from a negotiation standpoint and how are we bringing the two parties together? Yeah. So it's really an interesting dynamic out there right now because, you know, we've got so much changing in the market, you know, post COVID world, we've got a whole different scene out there. Um, and it's no longer the days where it can just be, you know, the emotional side of things where, you know, Hey, if you don't give me what I want, I'm going to take my business elsewhere and that's it. 
Right. Every carrier has their bandwidth. They have their their network. They have their you know their maximum supply that they can handle, and they've got to maximize that. And you've got to keep that in mind as you're going into this because it's no longer uh, you're going to get everything you want out of every negotiation. Um, and you've got to really understand where you're coming from, what what kind of shipping profile you have, and be able to maximize that for what the carriers are going after, where they can give you the price discounts that you need. Um, so it's it's a definitely a different game. It's no longer an us versus them. It's really become a partnership. You've got to work with them and if you really want to get the maximum benefit out of your negotiation. Yeah. And like, how do I become more attractive to a carrier, right? What does that need to look like? What are they looking for from us? What are we looking for from them? I mean, that's all part of a negotiation is really trying to find out some of those things and negotiate around that so that it it can become a partnership, right? But I think that simulation, and we've talked about this on another episode, simulation and modeling can really give customers a leg up, right? Make them look more attractive because now we're sharing data. Now we're sharing forecasting. Now we're sharing what it could look like for them what it could look like for us, right? And so walk us through how that actually works and how does that help in difficult contract negotiations and really hold their own in a carrier's market? Yeah, so I mean, the first step of any negotiation, you have to know where you're at. You have to know your baseline. You have to know what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. But you also have to know where you're going. You have to know what's what's on the horizon for your company, what's you know, what's going to be a pain point? What's going to be, what do you want to get out of this negotiation that you don't have currently? Um, and so modeling is kind of the first step in that. Uh, it's going to give you that baseline. It's going to show you in a very simplified way, here's where your spend is. Here's where you can make the biggest impact. Here's where you can make improvements um, and kind of give you that roadmap to say, here's where you should be looking at going as well as where you've come from and where what you're at currently today. So, you know, as anyone that's done this before and you know dealt with 500 different CSV files and tried to compare like what am I even getting out of this and it's it's impossible to keep track of. So this is just this is what we we've needed for a long time to be able to say mm-hmm. here's where my discounts are and then playing with this in such a way, you know, few clicks and you know exactly where you're going to be at in 2023 and you're going to be able to say okay and with a little bit more growth into 2024 and and start seeing those patterns and what you can give back to the carrier and what they what they're going to get out of it as well. Well, and I think it's coming to the table with that confidence, right? Absolutely. Having the data to back you up to really be able to um with confidence share with the carrier as to what your growth trajectory is going to look like and what that actually means for them as well, right? So, talk to us a little bit about that, but also talk to us about from the carrier standpoint, you know, what does that look like? I'm And what kind of information do they need from me as a shipper so that we can look more attractive? Um, and so I'm not giving away the farm, you know, when I go into a negotiation. What should I be bringing to the table? Absolutely. So I think that's that's a big thing right now of, you know, if you're a, a high cube shipper, you're shipping huge, you know, you're shipping desks or furniture, all these large things that the carriers, they just don't want to pick up anymore because right. they can fill their truck with 5,000 small packages or your one couch, whatever it may be. Right. Um, it's it's not something that's easy for them to transport. It takes up a lot of space that they can put, fill other packages with. So um, 
being a, being cognizant of that and then also being able to say, yeah, we have that, but we also have all these smaller items. We have these accessories that it's kind of a bar. Our business is all of that together. And so, yeah, we need you to pick up the heavy stuff, but you're going to get all these other packages out of hmm. it too. We're going to get all of these other smaller pick packages. We're going to be able to work with you on, you know, maybe doing a, a hub induction m- model or zone skipping or whatever. There's a lot of different options that they can work with you on to mitigate your costs, but also make it easier for them to manage your shipping profile. So the two terms that you just used, hub induction and zone skipping, can you just explain those a little bit before we move on? Absolutely. Um, So a hub induction is going to be a model where if you have a, a truck that you can load full of your packages and you can drive it, you know, 100, 200, 300 miles to another hub, where they can then help offload some of that bandwidth and then be able to ship to lower zones out of that mm. hub rather than at your local distribution center um, where you're going to save a little bit of money. And it also eases the burden on the carriers that they can then handle more of your volumes. They can handle a little bit more bandwidth um, and get your packages out a little bit quicker. Um, and it's a win-win for both sides, as long as you can make that, that model work. Hmm. Um, whereas a zone skip, um, if you can, would be a very similar method where you're going to be skipping across zones, taking a, a truckload of packages, where whether it's provided by the carrier or yourselves, and being able to take those to a distribution center out of California when you're shipping out of New York and be able to get those West Coast zones lower and cheaper rather than shipping straight from New York and paying you know, to ship it across the entire country. So a little bit different models, but they both work well as long as you can make those work and they can save money and they can make it easier on the carriers to where they're more engaged eager for those volumes. Yeah, like a consolidation model. So you're Mm -hmm, shipping all of your packages at once that need to go to a specific location and then um, dispersing them from there. That's actually, you know, a really, really good option. And I think the simulation that we've been talking about will also show you, right? Like, I think the simulation can actually show you what each of these opportunities or options can do for you. So instead of implementing it right away, you can actually see what it will do and then decide from there what the best course of action is for your organization, right? Yeah, so we have a few tools that can help with looking at those. Um, and then there were, what, that's one of the big things that Sifted is working on is bringing all those together to give you one complete, whole, comprehensive picture of everything. So Amazing. So let's dive deeper into Sifted's contract modeling and simulation solution. I think there are over 150 negotiable parts on any one contract. So can you model changes in all of those different areas? So the short answer to that is yes, you can. <laughs> um, but that's a lot. It's it's a lot for anyone, especially if you're if you just started a company and you get handed this, you know, here's the contract, go figure this out. Mm-hmm. You're going to have no idea what you're doing. And so that's where we've taken a really, um, we've tried to step back as much as we can and look at this from every different angle. And so there's kind of three main prongs to this. Of First, everything is being looked at with your specific shipping data. Um, it gives you a clean view of where your spend is. It's going to show you exactly where you have opportunity. Um, and then it's also going to it's going to be real dollars. It's going to be in, what's impactful to you. You can have, you know, hey, the carrier just gave me a 100% discount on email return labels. Uh, okay, in the last year, I have spent $10 on email return labels. Okay, that's not quite what I was hoping for. All right, let's refocus and let's put the emphasis where, where it matters. And that's a big thing, just being able to understand where your spend is, because 
data from the carriers is not simple. It's not easy to right. digest. It's it's a lot. So that's the first kind of main aspect of it. Um, from there, we then have the sandbox that you can then jump in and you can start playing. Um, with a few clicks, um, you can start typing in discounts for X, Y, and Z service. We can throw in a different minimum reduction, a different dim divisor, and then you just click calculate, give it five seconds, and it'll reshow you all of your spend under these new rates that you just modeled and how much you're going to save in, in real dollars, once again, for the next year. Um, so it's very impactful to your bottom line, as well as you know, giving you kind of that, that freedom to do what you want with it. And then finally, the big one is if you jump in there, okay, great. I have this discount currently, but I don't know what discount I should want. I don't know where to even go from here. And that's where we have an entire engine built to predicting where your contract should be based on what your shipping spend is, what your shipping profile is, what weights do you ship? And we've built all of this to help give you those guidelines of you have this discount today, but we really think you should be aiming for this discount or this minimum wow. reduction and help kind of guide you through that process. So you're not just left to figure it out on your own. Right. And you're not, you're not, you're not leaving money on the table. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And I love being able to go in there and change all sorts of different things and just hit calculate and know what that looks like without having to put it into practice, see if it's going to work for us and then have to rejig it maybe three, six months down the road, which is not easy when you have to sign a contract for, you know, a longer period of time as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you've got, you know, carriers will give you a proposal and they'll say, okay, I need you to turn around and sign this in two days. I don't even have time to understand what you just offered me in two days. And so we've taken all that guesswork out of it and made it a lot quicker and a lot easier to digest and understand exactly what you're getting out of it. Awesome. So let's just um, break that down a little bit, right? So, so I want to know, first of all, is it real time? I would assume so. And are they going in and changing single variables to see what happens? Or do they start with a desired outcome and work backwards? So it is real time. Um, everything is going to be live. You can go in there and play with it. Um, right now it's geared towards, um, doing it in bite-sized chunks. So it's okay. rather than, you know, being thrown 150 different variables all at once. It's okay. Let me see where my spend is at right now. It looks like majority of my spend is in ground commercial. Let's dive into that. And then it'll give you the weight breaks okay. of let's see my discounts on one to five pounds, six to 10 pounds. What's my minimum reduction and then calculate ground commercial. So you're handling it one at a time rather than everything at once and getting overwhelmed. And you can make the, see those dollar values change service by service, accessorial by accessorial until you've completed your entire contract that you want to get out of the negotiation. Hmm. I like that. And I think that's more manageable for a lot of people because sometimes this can be a little bit overwhelming, especially if you don't have time to do everything all at once. You can go in and do one at a time, which I like. And so does it take into account dual sourcing, like for managing multiple carrier accounts and how do they impact each other? So am I able to go in there having multiple carrier accounts and really playing around with that? Talk us through what that looks like. So as of right now, it does handle dual carriers. You can go in there if you have, you know, UPS, you have FedEx, you can go in and play with both. The one limitation that it has right now, and this is probably the next thing that we're going to be implementing is say if you're shipping with UPS today and you decide, hey, I'd lo really love to see what this looks like under FedEx and see right. what those prices look like. We don't have that built in to switch around between the two. 
but that is one of the most requested features and that's going to be probably the next thing that we uh we get built into it so that is on the on the horizon yeah, sifted to the rescue. Yeah. <laughs> they are listening to you and they're making the changes that their customers want. That is what we want from, you know, any sort of tool or software partner that we want to be talking to and we want to be working with. So I love that you said that. So how can Sifted's modeling tool help with internal buy-in and stakeholder management? Because I mean, all of a sudden there's a lot more detail available as to exactly what's going into negotiations behind the scenes, right? Absolutely. And that's one of the one of the first bits of feedback we got when we started to show this tool to actual companies and actual shippers mm. was this is the best thing I've ever seen to be able to just teach my own teams how a contract works. Be able right. to actually see, hey, when you increase the minimum, it does has this effect on your agreement. When you increase the discounts, it has this effect on your on your spend. Um, and so being able to understand that and just being able to see, you know, what actually goes into your spend and what go where that comes from in the contract is a huge learning tool for companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but then even on the other side of that, when you're going through a negotiation, when you you've gotten a proposal from UPS or from FedEx, whoever it may be. And they come in and we're going to show you, okay, that proposal is going to save you X dollars. But we, re- our tool really thinks that you can save X more dollars. You can go back and get X, Y, and Z from them. And we really think that's within reason. Um, and so how much more powerful is that when you can get go at the end of the negotiation and show your boss, hey, yeah. they were going to offer to save us this much money, but I negotiated really hard and I got us this much money. So yeah. it really, you know, puts more power into the hands of the person using it and let them to be kind of the kind of driving those conversations. Well, and I also think, you know, what you said about um, teaching the internal teams about contract management, I think not only from a team perspective, but also from a management perspective, because at the end of the day, this touches all sorts of departments within an organization. And I think be able to being able to share you know, if we're going to do a sale, maybe on this product, (laughs) this is what that looks like to our shipping contract, or maybe we're looking to do four sales next year, right? This is what that's going to look like in our shipping rates and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Plus you can go back and really, um, showcase some different scenarios, right? Think about being in a management meeting and you're talking about different scenarios and what if we did this and how much money could we save with this? And you don't necessarily have the tool in front of you. Well, with this, you can take it into the meeting. You know, you can show everybody what it looks like currently, how you can move things around to maximize the potential, maximize the savings, and then you can make management decisions, right? Company decisions um, at the C-suite level. And it's really based on real-time data that you can showcase and not just thoughts and feelings. Absolutely. It's it's a huge win for, you know, any any shipper out there to be able to just model that on the fly. Anyone that's done these before knows how tedious it can be. You know, yeah. Nobody gets excited about contracts. Nobody wants to dive into this. It's not it's not a fun topic in general, but we've tried to make it so digestible that anyone can get into it and they can understand what they're doing in it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. So do you have an ideal client for the solutions? Like do contracts have to be worth a certain size, for example, to see the most benefit or can anyone use the suite? 
So that is one of the things we love about this is it is really open to anyone. It is yeah. any size of shipper, um, whether you are, you know, a small company and you think, oh, I, I don't have the resources to even hire a second person and I have to do this all by myself, or you have a whole suite of teams that are dedicated to this, we, you can use the tool. It, it works for everyone. It will have benefits for everyone. Um, and it's just a great way to be able to take all of that back end work off of your shoulders so you can do the things that actually matter. Awesome. And I can see and hear the passion um, <laughs> from you as to, you know, helping your customers and looking at different ways to help them. And so we're at the fa my favorite part of the interview, which is the case study. So can you paint us a picture of how you've helped your clients with something similar in the past, right? I've heard you've had a self-service tool before. What was the challenge that maybe a client came to you with? What was the impact or ROI of using this particular solution? So as of the time of recording this, it's not public yet. So as of right now, there's only a handful of clients that have been in there using it on their own. Okay. Um, internally, we've been using it heavily. We've been using it for everything that we do to make sure that every lever that I'm pulling in the background that uh, a shipper wouldn't necessarily see has that same access in the tool. Mm. Um, but with the shippers that have been using the tool, one of the greatest things that we've seen is we've had companies where it's a whole new team that has come in and they're handling the logistics now. And they have no idea what their predecessors did three years ago on a contract. Wow. They have no idea how to even approach the carrier or how to start those dialogues. Mm -hmm. And just being able to show them, here's how your contract works. Here's how it impacts your spend. And here's what, here's the levers you need to pull and the dialogues you need to have with the carrier to really get what you need out of it has been a huge eye opener for the shippers, mm -hmm. um, which has been a huge, you know, that's always the, the feel good feelings for us of like, yeah, it's, it's doing what we wanted to do. It's accomplishing exactly what it needed to do of making their lives simpler and easier to be able to understand. Well, and just think about the impact and the ROI just on that itself, right? You come into a role, you don't know who, what the predecessor did, you don't know how those conversations went, you don't even know what that relationship looks like. And so like you said, where do you start? How do you have that conversation with them? But being able to have data behind you, right? Being able to have that simulation of this is what we're thinking and, you know, tell us what your thoughts are. I know our predecessor did it this way, but we're going to do it a different way. And I think you know, they're maximizing the conversations that we're, they're having with the carriers and the impact and ROI of that alone is huge. Yep, absolutely. Having those conversations and having them guided by data makes them go 100% further. It's not, not even close. Being able to, going into a room and saying, hey, our contract is up and we need better discounts versus, hey, our contract is up and we are spending way too much on ground and our ground residentials are through the roof and we need a better, we need breaks there. It is going to make a world of difference to your bottom line and as well as making your bosses happy, making sure that you, you know, mm -hmm. you got what you needed to out of that negotiation and it's a big win for everyone. And it just sounds better. I mean, yeah. you just did the comparison right there and it just sounds way, way better. So when can we expect release? What quarter? Um, here in the next couple of weeks, actually. So, okay. so Q4, it'll be Q4. 2022, it will be going live and it will be uh, ready for everyone. Um, okay. it's, it's really exciting. It's been a lot of people's work. Um, a lot of people smarter than me have been working on it in the back end, And, um, there's a lot of, a lot of cool things that we're seeing from it. 
So we're excited. Awesome. So by the time this episode's released, this should be released as well. So you guys want to definitely go and uh, message Sifted to be one of the first ones to actually use this product and really start making a huge impact and ROI on your business and your company and your supply chains. So this is the last episode of the series. So what would you like to leave the listeners with? Do you have a key takeaway from the series that you can share? Or maybe you could give us your predictions for the industry as we head into 2023. Yeah, um, I think... It, it is such a different world out there today. You know, we had we had COVID, which was the biggest disruption to the market that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And now we're coming to the other end of that, of swinging back the other way. Does it does it overcorrect? Do we um, do we meet somewhere in the middle? So the market today is more volatile than ever. It is going up and down. It's all over the place. And if you're still working from Excel sheets and sticky notes, there's there's better ways. There's tools out there to make your life mm-hmm. easier and be able to get more effective results for what you need. Um, and it's just, it's, it's a no brainer for me. So this is, this is what I get excited about every day. I enjoy yeah. doing this and we've, we really tried to make it as streamlined as possible for anyone out there. Yeah. Pick up the phone and call Cameron. <laughs> wow. It, you know, that's absolutely fascinating what can be done inside Sifted's virtual sandbox to model out and create these simulated proposals really to establish the best contract targets. I mean, it's something until very recently the industry could only dream of. And now we have this simple, transparent tool that can guarantee best-in-class rates, strengthen carrier relationships, and just optimize your shipping overall. And it's incredible. And so overall, it's just been a pleasure to discover more about how Sifted's carrier management suite helps shipping companies measure what matters, make faster decisions, and just build better carrier relationships through data. So this episode brings us to the end of our Driving Your Parcel Performance mini-series. If you want to find out more, you can check them out at sifted.com, S-I-F-T-E-D.com. A massive thanks to Cameron for joining me today and to the team at Sifted. It's been another fantastic mini-series. I've enjoyed it, and I know the listeners have enjoyed it as well, and I cannot wait for the next collaboration. Thanks again, Cameron. Thanks for having me.